Section 14 of the Fasti. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Fasti by Ovid, translated by John Benson Rose. Section 14. Floralia. Mother of flowers, Flora, present be. We raise the chant midst jocund games to thee. Begun in April, unto May deferred, for both are thine, the jocund song is heard. Upon the confines of both months we stand, embellish it with the bounties of thy hand. The circus closes, and the theatre rings with applauses as the victors bear off palms awarded. I resume my song. Who art thou, Flora? Of times we're wrong, with judgments fallible. Therefore, impart the truth thyself, and tell me who thou art. The goddess answers me, and perfume flows around with fragrance of the vernal rose. Chloris I was, and Flora am, the same. Thus Rome corrupted has my Grecian name. Chloris, a nymph of plains delectable, abode of blessed men, of virtue full. Of beauty mine, it is not mine to tell. The god, my spouse, my lover, proves it well. T'was springtide, and I roamed. Me, Zephyrus, chased and made captive like the boisterous Boreas, his brother, he forsooth must win a wife by violence. And Athens in he found his precedent. He bore me off, but made me full amendment for the scoff by wedding me, and happy is the life that I have lived of Zephyrus, the wife. Spring sempiternal mine, the beautiful revolving year of buds and blossoms full an earth with beauties ever unconcealed. My dwelling is a garden in the weald, nursed by the breezes and by fountains fed. And Zephyrus, my lord, on it hath shed stores of the fairest and most fragrant flowers. He calls me goddess of the floral bowers, and bids me be their queen. Oft times I try to count their tints and hues. Infinity still baffles me, for they are infinite. And when Saul rising chases dews of night, And every blossom opens to his ray, The hours following, in robes painted, They replenish rosier trays with gifts of mine, And following them, the graces intertwine With wreaths terrestrial their celestial hair. I cast o'er all the earth my blossoms rare, Earth, who was only clad in green before. I tinged the Therapnean plant with gore, I signed upon its leaf the written plaint. Narcissus, too, boy with the bosom faint, Who grieved he was himself, did I create. Crocus and Attis also, and thy fate, Adonis, Son of Cyrus, became endowed with beauty and with deathless fame. Mars also, if you know it not, my prayer is fervent, Jupiter may know it ne'er. Mars, too, did I create, when Juno plained that Jove her form and spousal rites disdained, gave birth unto Minerva, motherless. She sought Oceanus, but weariness o'ertook her at my door. Saturnia, dear, ejaculated I, what brings you here? She told me where she journeyed, and the cause. With words of sympathy I filled a pause, when she exclaimed, Comfort I can have none. If Jupiter can bear a child alone, why may not I? If he the power possess of male and female both, I not the less possess the power, 
and happy shall I be, intact to live from male embraces free. Search will I seize and tartarous profound until the true medicaments be found. And speaking thus, observing a deep trace of thought and observation on my face, she added, Nymph, you look as if you knew something about it. Three times did I rue the wish I had to tell her. Thrice I strove, silence to keep. I fear the wrath of Jove. Speak if you can, said Juno, and I swear, by the Styx river, ne'er will I declare who my informant was. And then she swore by Styx she would not. And the swearing o'er, Olenian plains, I said, possess the flower, but now one sole root blossoms in my bower. When he who gave it said, Make trial now, touch with a branch of it yon sterile cow, I touched, and she conceived. And from its spray I plucked the blossom with my thumb straightway, and touched the goddess, and she, touched, conceived. Her, the propontis over, Thrace received, where she gave birth to Mars, and mindful he that his existence was so due to me, said, Enter thou my town Romulian, and there abide. But do not think my reign is only over chaplets, reeds, and bowers. I hold my place among the rustic powers. If the corn blossom well, then rich will be the threshing floor. If vines and olive tree, then wine and oil. So likewise trees of fruit, if blossoms fall, useless the stalwart root. So beans and pulse, and foreign lentils so, on banks of Nilus, and the wine we stow in roomy caves, ferments and flowers with scum, and honey too. Bees at my bidding come to violets and cetizes and thyme. I also foster youth. In manhood's prime the soul luxuriates, the body grows. I stood in marvel hearing her disclose her empire thus. Now what you wish to know, ask it. You have my leave, and I will show. The games, O oh goddess, whence their origin? I asked, and she replied, I must begin with olden time, ere luxury had grown to what it is, with objects then unknown. The holder of broad lands was Locupless. He had Pecunia, who had Pecudus. Then men grew covetous and coveted. To common lands the private flocks were led. There was no legal let or penalty. The common lands were under no one's eye, and he was only thought a simpleton who left the common for fields all his own. The Edals long were spiritless to aid, but when the two publicii were made, the people's Edals they imposed a fine, and trespassers paid penalties condign. Praised were the Edals for that act and deed, part of the fines were unto me decreed, and games therewith appointed held to be, in memory of the Edals' victory and with the other part they cut the incline down from the rugged cliff of Aventine, and surnamed it Publician. Then, I said, are the games annual? She shook her head, but added thus, We covet honor too, for altars and for festivals their due. Gods jealous and ambitious are. Of time doth mortal man remission get from crying by sacrifice, and oftentimes a beast offered in sacrifice hath him released. For I have seen Jove's arm, upraised to throw, sink at the scent of frankincense below. When we are slighted, our wrath has no bound. It falls, 
relentlessly, on all around. Witness Thestyides, by distant fire burnt unto death. The cause, do you inquire? Because Diana's altar lacked its flame. Witness Tantalides, the cause the same. Diana stayed his sails. A virgin, though, she retributed slight on friend and foe. Witness Hippolytus, Dione's slight, compassed his death by his own steeds of fright. Too long and very tedious to recall all who have failed, enumerate them all. The Roman patries once neglected me, and I exacted their full penalty. I wrought by my own hand to my own hurt. Through sorrow I grew sullen and inert. I guarded not the fields, I valued not the fruitful orchard or the garden plot. Faded the lilies, violets fell dead, and the Punician crocus bent its head. Oft Zephyrus would utter, Why do you destroy your dowry? Dowry mine, tis true, I cared not for it then. The olive trees were nipped in blossom by the northern breeze, cornfields in blossom by the hail laid low, the vine unblossomed, I let Oster blow, and nip them in the buds, then stripped the vine with thundering rain. It was no deed of mine, I am not cruel in my wrath, but took no care with fostering love to overlook the evil, or repel or check the blight. The senate met, and vowed, if all went right, and if the coming year should blossom well, to me, for a, an annual festival, and I assented. In the consulate of Linus and Posthumius I first sate, and saw the consul Linus celebrate. I had upon my lips to ask her why her games licentious were with revelry, but it recurred to me that on austere license she loved, and such rites suited were. With chaplets crowned, with roses scattered o'er the festive board, behold a reveller, inebriated, leaping with his hair bound with festive wreath of philera, reckless beneath the influence of wine. Inebriate, the lover at the shrine of a disdainful beauty pours his song, perfumed and garlanded amidst the throng. No brow is thoughtful, and no water flows in wine of reveller who dons the rose. No, Achelloe, roses and thy wave have no affinity, no friendship have. Bacchus loves blossoms, Bacchus plays the crown on Ariadne's head, and Flora, known as dearly loving scenes of merry wit, disdains with buskin goddesses to sit. Still must I ask, why, wherefore is allowed, frequenting these, the meretricious crowd? Oh, for she is soft-hearted, unsevere, and loves to see the choir's plebeian there, she loves that jocund youth should use its bloom, nor tarry till the roses lose perfume, and to contemn the thorn in autumn's gloom. At Ceres' feast, I said, we garb in white, and many-coloured robes at yours are dight. Is it because the fields are white with grain, and flowers their varied tints and hues retain? She bowed a sentence, and the blossoms fell forth from her locks, as roses cast pell-mell on festal tables. One question sole remained. The lighted torches, why are they retained part of the rites? She answered. Purple flowers are lights pertaining to my floral bowers. Or tis because the flower and flame are bright, and both attract and fascinate the sight. 
or tis because they suit nocturnal glee and my delights methinks these facts agree one question more if you will suffer it i said and she responded i permit the hare and roe we chase instead of the dread libyan lioness to honour thee woods are not my domain my gardens lay safe from the ratings of such beasts of prey she said and melted into air the room avouched the goddess in retained perfume oh that the song of naso flourish may to endless age goddess diffuse i pray thy gifts upon my breast and song alway the fifth before the nones of may centaurus rises the fourth night o'er the calends chiron speeds his rising star his frame a ruddy steeds and semivers Pelian Hemonian with southern side clad with woods of pine and northern side with oak Philirides there made abode the cavern which was his home of the just old man existing still he taught that hand its lyric strain and skill in future times fated to overcome great Hector there had all cities come his labors nearly ended all save Troy reserved for the young hero to destroy and there malpelion on iacides stood with the son of jove great hercules the philirian hero greeting gave asked for the cause that brought him to his cave and hercules responded chiron eyed with admiration club and lion's hide and vow them weapons worthy of the men the men of them achilles too began to run his fingers through the shaggy mane then to inspect the shafts was chiron fain and handling them he let an arrow fall on his left foot those shafts envenomed all with blood echidnan chiron groaning drew the weapon forth and groaned all cities too and groaned the boy emonian who brought the pegasian herbs and straightway brought to medicine the wound the virus ate potent and prevalent insatiate and seized on bones and body and the blood lernian mingled with the centaur's flood with leisure none for aid achilles wept as though he wept for peleus chiron wept fruits of his labors magisterial in his dear pupil's art medicinal who kissed him and besought him to live on o oh, father mine he said leave not thy son but the ninth day drew on when to the skies chiron most just with fourteen stars should rise the third day before the nones of may lyra rises full fain the lyre would him accompany but not yet is its path celestial free on the third sequent night twill opened be the day before the nones of may scorpio sets in part and half the scorpion sets ere dawning day of nones approaching half hath passed away the seventh before the ides of may lemuria and three times more beams hesperus the bright and three times more sol chases stars of night and rites nocturnal sacred rites of old lemuria to the silent shades we hold for when the year was shorter of months ten nor Janus chief, nor pious Febra then. Upon ancestral tombs these rites were wrought, 
relations to the dust departed brought gifts due to it and the month Maius named from the Maioris the Lemuria claimed. When midnight reigns o'er silence and o'er sleep, and dogs and birds are still, he who would keep the ancient rituals and fears the gods rises, and treads unsandaled o'er the sods, but with his thumb and fingers making sounds, lest he should meet the spirit on its rounds at unawares. First in the fountain cleans his impure hands, then scatters he the beans, black and cast backward with averted gaze, and as they fall, I offer these, he says, and with these beans redeem myself and mine. This he repeats with gaze askew times nine, and we believe the shades to follow him, if he unnoticed be collecting them. Again he washes in the wave, and sounds on Tamesian brass, and from its bounds invites the shade to come. And nine times done, he says again, Rest, rest, beloved one, paternal shade. Then doth he look behind, all correspondent to the rites to find. But whence these rites? Whence they deduce and are? I do not know. Some god must that declare. Son of the Pleiad, bearer of the wand, that opens unto thee the Stygian strand, realm of the Stygian Jove, inform me thou, Caducifer appears. Attend ye now to what the god informed me. Romulus had built to Remus, too impetuous, the tumulus, and Faustulus was there, and Acca also with dishevelled hair, by the last rites, and shed their pious tears on the combusted dust. Oppressed with cares, at the first crepuscule they homeward pressed, and on their pallet bed lay down to rest. The ghost of blood-stained Remus then appeared, and spoke in ghostly accents hardly heard. Behold me, Remus, I, the one half part, the other foster-brother of thy heart. See what I am, remember what I was. Had but the fatal birds espoused my cause, I should have been the greatest, but am made by funeral fires a form of emptiest shade. I am what once was Remus. Mars, my sire, oh, where was he? You say at his desire, the wolf to us exposed gave nourishment. Why unto us exposed was succor sent for me to fall to a rash citizen? O savage seller, may you fall by men blood-stained as I. My brother willed it not. He loved me well. He wept my fatal lot. Oh, by the tears and element you gave, entreat him for me, let me honor have, a day and feast to soothe me in the grave. They stretched their arms to catch him, but he broke like vapor through their grasp. So they awoke, sleep and the shade departed. Pondering the matter in their hearts, they sought the king, and Romulus assented. And that day he called Remuria, thereupon to pay rights to our ancestry. Time changed the word, for the rough letter R once soft preferred, and called the shades Lemuris. Even so, the sound and sense, as we pronounce it now, the ancients closed the temples on that day, as we on the Feralia, and they say, for marriage it is not, that torches lit for maid or widow ne'er burn bright on it. They early die. A vulgar proverb, too, 
declares the wedded maids of May untrue. End of section 14